So you kind of read this list, and I was like, um, okay, so can't eat anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's a Um, lot of stuff. That's very interesting. You're listening to Paleo Pep Talk. Let's get real. I'm Chelsea, owner of Paleo Pep Talk, and a 20-something graphic designer living a big city paleo life. And joining me is my multi-talented mom, Lori, traveler of the open highway, living a small town, paleo life. Join us here every Monday morning as we share our simple, real-life tips and tricks to add the fun into paleo. Now, let's remember our disclaimer, we're actually not nutritionists, doctors, or trainers, just your average mother and daughter sharing our thoughts and experiences about being paleo. Please consult the doctor for any health concerns you may have. Now, welcome to our Paleo Party. You're listening to episode number 27, the one about AIP. And AIP, what does that stand for? Autoimmune Protocol. That's right. And I know nothing about that. You know nothing about that? Well, that's not very helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm hoping you'll teach me. Okay. Um, well. So what's the point? Okay. So, okay. So what is the point? That's, uh, that is a autoimmune, um, protocol is a paleo term, correct? Yes. It has to do with the the autoimmune. Yeah. So the autoimmune protocol is a protocol within being paleo. Okay. So basically it was created for people that have autoimmune diseases. Um, on autoimmune diseases, if you don't know, are basically when your body attacks itself. Right. For very various unknown reasons. Um, and there's lots of different autoimmune diseases. Um, what I have, which is ulcerative colitis is an autoimmune disease. Crohn's is an autoimmune disease. Um, Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disease. Rheumatoid arthritis. Um, there's a list of a gazillion things. You're like thyroid problems. There's lots of things that are considered autoimmune diseases. Um, and yeah, I don't know why. So is the autoimmune protocol, is it, it's not just for gut stuff then it's for all autoimmune. It's for, yeah, it's not autoimmune protocol. It's for all autoimmune diseases. Okay. And people (laughs) having lots of different kinds have all had a lot of luck with doing the autoimmune protocol right. with autoimmune diseases. And they don't know. That's the thing that's like, I, I can't believe that like, they don't know why people have autoimmune diseases. That's very interesting to me. Like they don't know why it happens. No, they don't. And of course I don't know. There could be uh, as genetic testing gets more and more and more, there could be certain genes people have, or it could, you know, it's, it's hard to know, but it's basically when your immune system attacks your body, a certain part mm-hmm. of your body, and it's named and it's a not different thing. Really, it's not, uh, what is that called? Like genet- It's not genetics. No, it's not, not ne- yeah. They've never found a connection between, it has nothing to do with like, you don't have anything. No. I, no one in our family has anything, but right. I do. Right. Um, and it has nothing to do with that, which is really interesting to me. Right. So I don't know why, body. Why do you attack yourself? It's not very nice. No, it's not very nice. It's not very nice. Um, okay. So I am going to actually post this link 
uh, somewhere on Instagram. I'm going to post it on Instagram when I post about this episode um, because the best place that I found that explains AIP and autoimmune protocol is from the Paleo Mom. And we've talked about her several times, but that is her thing is mm-hmm. AIP. And she has an extreme awesome article all about AIP and it has some fun graphics and it talks about what you can eat, what you cannot eat, and it goes way into the differences and why you should do it. And now um, she started doing that because it, her child, one of her children has an autoimmune or something like that. Is that, I think she does. Oh, she does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't have, yeah, I don't have it. That's fine. I just me, couldn't remember. I, she has something. Okay. I think that she lost weight and then she also had some sort of health issues. You know, one of the funny things is uh, every time, and I know it's awful, I had a sore throat recently and you know how the internet is. You can just, well, not recently. I had a sore throat for five months. Well, right. And, um, you can go on the internet and you start, you know, searching what you have wrong. Almost any time I search for, yeah, almost any time I search for any weird thing to see if I have it wrong, one of the symptoms is unexplained weight loss. And I'm always like, Really? What are these things that have unexplained weight loss? Why can't, you know, (laughs) I mean, I don't want to be sick, but why can't I have something that has unexplained weight loss? I don't want to be sick. I'm not asking to be sick. And I, I'm sorry for anybody out there that cannot gain weight. (laughs) Come to my house and I'll help you (laughs) because I, we got that under control. Well, I like, I cannot eat for three days and gain weight. I mean, it's, you know, it's just crazy. So anyway, it's like, uh, just the weirdest thing. Yeah. That all these I things mean, are unexplained weight loss. Hmm. <laughs> great. Yeah, I know. Great. Well, I, a few weeks ago when I was going, was pretty, pretty sick having this pretty bad flare up, I did lose 10 pounds in about two and a half, three weeks, which was like, I didn't think, cause I was like, I, I was not eating that great, but literally like all I was eating every day was like a croissant. Cause that's like all I could eat. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to eat something to take medication but, so it probably had to do with that, but still, I was like, oh, this is great. I mean, I've definitely gained back 10 pounds, but, like, it was great for a moment. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe this isn't that bad. You were having a <laughs> croissant that has flour. That isn't even... Mom, I know. I can't uh, talk about it. D- don't eat croissants if you're sick. I know that's terrible. I literally, I don't know why that was the only thing I could possibly think of that made me not feel sick like I was gonna have to go to the bathroom it was the only thing that worked and I had to eat something I would eat like half of it yeah and just to take just so I could take my pill because I had to eat I had to one time one day I did take it without eating anything being like oh that's not a real thing that is a real thing don't ever do that yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's a bad idea (laughs) yeah there's Um, reasons Chelsea yeah they say things they say things I guess I (laughs) No. That's fun. Um, Okay. So, okay. okay. So, So, what is the the biggest difference? So, I'm just going to read this thing really quick. The autoimmune protocol is a specialized version of the paleo diet with an even greater focus on nutrient density and even stricter guidelines for which foods should be eliminated. Okay. So, they're going for real 
nutrient-dense things because okay. they want they want you to get like the best of the best and the most nutrient oh sorry the most <laughs> nutrient-dense food and the most the food that'll um like be able to be digested by your body okay the most Simplest digestion, probably most yes. complete. Okay. So this is what it says. So in addition to normal paleoness, remove the following from your diet. Well, some of these are paleo, but grains, legumes, dairy, sugars, right. and oils. Right. Know that. Okay. Eggs, especially the whites. Okay. Nuts. Seeds, including cacao, coffee. And seed-based spices. Oh, that's interesting. Nightshades. Yeah. Potatoes, tomatoes, eggplants, sweet and hot peppers, cayenne, red red peppers, tomatillos, goji berries, etc. And spices derived from peppers, including paprika. Hmm. Uh, Potential gluten cross-reactive foods, uh, things like aspirin and ibuprofen, non-nutrient. Nutritive sweeteners, yes, all of them, even stevia, emulsifiers, thickeners, and other food additives. <laughs> so you kind of read this list, and I was like, um, okay, so can't eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it, that's a um, lot of stuff. That's very interesting. It is. So it kind of goes through some of these things and why. I'm sorry, I realize that I'm not supposed to drink coffee. I'm going to drink coffee. That's not an option in my life at the moment. Um, my nutritionist told me I could have one cup a day, and I'm going to do that because I, that's just bananas in mm-hmm. my mind. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I just, it's not a possibility. Yeah. I love the kombucha. Oh, by the way, the kombucha. Well, we can talk about that later. We can up, do an update at the end. Yeah. I love the kombucha, but I, I, I just can't. Okay. Um, nuts and seeds, nightshades. That's kind of a problem. I eat a lot of all of those things. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm just reading this list. One of the one of the nightshades is huckleberries. Really? Huckleberries are a nightshade? Wait, garden huckleberries, not to be confused with regular huckleberries, okay. which are okay. Oh, okay. What, what does I, that mean? I don't know what a garden huckleberry is. I was going to say, <laughs> I can't a believe... garden huckleberry? Huckle- We're from Idaho, and we don't even know what a garden huckleberry is. Yeah. That's very <laughs> interesting. Um, okay, and it does say sweet potatoes are okay. Okay. So it says, this diet is appropriate for everyone with diagnosed autoimmune disorders or with suspected autoimmune diseases. It is very simply an extremely nutrient-dense diet that is devoid of foods that irritate the gut, cause gut dysbiosis, and activate the immune system. You will not be missing out on any nutrients, and this diet is absolutely appropriate to follow for the rest of your life. 
If you have a specific autoimmune disease that causes extra food sensitivities, those should be taken into account with your food choices. Interesting. So you can have the normal, it didn't sound like they eliminated any of the proteins, like beef, chicken, fish. No, um, but they do say like leafy greens and stuff that you should cook them. Yeah, because, lots of fish. Or we remember fruit. we after actually. So I got this book that I suggest to everyone if you need to or want to try the autoimmune protocol. Um, it's called the Autoimmune Paleo Cookbook, and it's by Mickey Trace Scott, um, who's someone that I've followed for quite a while. Um, and it says an allergen-free approach to managing chronic illness. Um, so she has like a little intro. Um, she has Hashimoto's disease and she has like a little intro about. And what is that? What is Hashimoto? Why she does it. Um. I think that was on an episode of Grey's Anatomy one time. I'm pretty sure it was. In fact, I think the mother thyroid. Had, had figured that it, that's what it was, but nobody was listening to her or figuring it out. And finally, they came back and said, oh, he's got Hashimoto's disease. And she's like, that's what I thought. <laughs> okay. It says, initially, inflammation of the thyroid causes a leak resulting in excess thyroid hormones. Over oh. time, the inflammation presents prevents the thyroid from producing enough hormones. Okay. Interesting. Symptoms include weight fatigue loss. and <laughs> unexplained weight loss. Oh no, sorry. Unexplained weight gain. Oh, oh okay. No. Well, we don't want, well, Opposite. I already have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unex- sorry. Unexplained weight gain. Um, so that is what Hashimoto's is. I've read a lot. It's been, it, I think it's one of the top autoimmune diseases that people have. Now, did somebody, um, did this um, paleo mom invent the autoimmune protocol or who, did somebody else invent it or? Um, that is a good question. Oh. I'm quickly going to Google that. Oh, okay. I just wasn't sure if um, she had come up with this somehow. I don't. It's in a lot of places. I really, I honestly don't know. You were reading another book that you got a couple of weeks ago from a man. That's the book, The Paleo Approach. Oh, okay. That is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So The Paleo Approach is um, The Paleo Mom's book. Okay. And it's all about, I mean, it's it's a thick book (laughs) full of lots of, lots of information. It's not like a book that I'm just going to sit and read one day. It's like a... I mean, it is, but it, it's like a textbook type. Right. Okay. Um, so. Now, one thing that I was going to mention, because um, you were talking about the no sweeteners and all that, even stevia, and mm-hmm. I get that. And But um, there is another sweetener out there that I'd never heard of before. It's called Lacanto, Le, Le, L-A-K-A-N-T-O. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? I haven't. What is it? Um, well, it's actually in my, uh, I got the microbiome diet book that goes over like getting your gut health really good. Um, Mm -hmm. and it, he mentions you can't have in this, you can't have any sweeteners. If you really have to, you can have stevia in that one, but not, it's not preferred. I don't usually use any sweetener. There's nothing I can think of that I sweeten really. 
Well, just for listen, people that are listening, there mm-hmm. is, and I don't know if that would be something people would want to look up if they just feel like they have to have something that has a sweetener in it, but it's called that Lacanto. It's um, a sugar alcohol made from fermented glucose from a cer- from certified non-GMO. It's from corn and high purity monk fruit extract, but it's, it's actually, it's fermented. You, it's a it's fermented from corn though. Well, Oh yeah, that's right. It contains no colors, but anyway, it's kind of interesting that you can have it on this microbiome diet, which is so, I mean, it's like you can have like not a lot of anything. Um, it's very, it's, but it was it very like this? interesting that he talks about that because it actually has no, um, it doesn't trigger insulin response. It kind of like stevia doesn't either, but it mm-hmm. actually, it won't feed any harmful yeast or bacteria in your body at all. It does, uh, the, huh. so anyway, people can look it up if they want to. It's called like Lacanto monk fruit sweetener. Um, apparently it's like the because it's a fermented, because fermenting changes, just like in the, um, kombucha, kombucha, you know, it, you don't want to drink it while, like you tested yours and it was sweet still because, so it's not ready to drink yet because yeah. you don't want that sugar. It still has the sugar. Yeah. yeah. But in the fermenting process, the point of it is to eat up the starches and sugars and then, and kind of change them into basically you know, lactic acid or something, a probiotic of some sort. Mm-hmm. But anyway, anyway, just something, you know, I know that yeah. it's the, and like the AIP, you know, it can probably seem like you've said, you're looking at all the stuff you can't have, you know, whenever there's lists of what you can't have, it's always good to go to the look at the list of what you can have. Cause then it's a huge list still of what you can't uh. have. Yeah, maybe. Well, you can have your meats because, like you said, it, you can have your meats, right? Yeah, you can have. Okay, so paleo AIP yes foods. So organ meats, bone broth, heart, kidney, liver, tongue. Gross. Meat and poultry, beef, <laughs> bison, chicken, lamb. I have turned into liking lamb. Fish, all the fish, anchovies, catfish, cod, halibut, herring, mackerel, mahi mahi, salmon, sardines, snapper, tilapia, trout, tuna. All the shellfish. Is sea vegetables, leafy greens, cruciferous (laughs) vegetables, root vegetables and winter squash, berries, citrus fruit, olives and other high fat proteins, avocados, coconuts. Well, Um, onions, garlics, and other. Well, that's a lot. You can make a ton of food with that stuff. It's basically just meat and veggies. Yeah. That's kind of what the paleo diet is. Yeah. Yeah, except for I know you've done a lot of with, like, you do, you you have tried to still do a lot of the baked goods and stuff using your almond flour and all that. But not everybody does. I don't do that. I don't do any baked, you know, any yeah. of that stuff. Um, I really got to figure out in my life how to successfully do this because it's just well I think the the key the big key is changing a mindset about food that the your food you need to find something else that rewards you other than getting to eat something you know what I mean like 
Um, and, and a lot of people do that. It's like, oh, I, I got a raise. Let's go out and have, you know, whatever. Or, oh, I got this. Let's go eat, you know. I don't think my brain will... I don't think there's a way to change that. Oh, sure there is. I mean, I can say, oh, I'm not going to do that. But I will always want to do that. Well... There's no way to not want to do that. That is just how I work. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if it's because how you're raised... I, I didn't reward you with food. You I'm didn't even saying. have a lot of stuff when you were young. I mean, no, not when I'm young. I mean, I don't know. I don't I think don't food was ever like a reward. From. I don't know where you got it from because it's not really. Well, you're like that. No. Everyone in our family loves food. No, but that's not like my reward necessarily. Like, I don't think, oh, I, you know, this or that and but and you don't get frustrated it, and you're like I want a diet coke. Yes, you do. That's not food. <laughs> it's the same. There's thing. no calories there. <laughs> no, it's the same. Thing. <laughs> you can't say you're and say that because it's the same thing. I know. Because I I guess I'm looking at it as more of instead of a yeah, I think my triggers are more when I'm not having a good day than when than as a reward, you know, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, it is probably for some people, it doesn't matter. You know, they don't even think about it. I think the, the thing, the goal is to work on having food be just something, another part of your life that you enjoy, enjoy making things. You could still have all those fun things, but enjoy doing it with the foods that you can have, like enjoy creating. I go through times, I'll go like six months and be totally fine, not even think about it. And then like, all I can think about all day is all the snacks in the kitchen at work. But you know what? That I can think about. Well, and that's one of the things that I, that is in this microbiome diet book is that a lot of the time when we're craving stuff, it's because we got something going on in our gut it, that no, but it's not shouldn't like be I'm going even on. Cra- there's just a problem with my well, brain. No, there's it's not. It's not that I'm even craving it. It's just that I just want, I just want it. Yeah, I but you may be. bad. But you may be thinking that, but that might be coming from your gut and you don't even realize it. You're not in control of that. It's kind of like this thing in your body is saying, this is what I want really bad. And it's usually something to feed bad bacteria because the bad bacteria have taken over and they don't, they get mad because they want sugar and they want caffeine and they want all this stuff. Why can't they just be normal? I know. I wish they could be nice, but if you get your gut so healthy with the good bacteria, (laughs) then it'll help keep those at bay and then they won't have that control. But yeah, it's easy to think. It's really easy. In fact, this book was really, really good because it's like, quit thinking that you don't have willpower, that you don't have your self-control and all that because it's your body telling you and that you have to have these things. So, you know, how do you stop it? You get your gut in good form. By getting Is that rid why of all that the... are really healthy don't even like want those things. Yeah, and, and yeah, and there's there's yeah, exactly. People that don't yeah. even have cravings for stuff like that, their their gut is just in really good shape. And some of us have messed our own up, or you know, from eating certain things over time or certain behaviors or whatever. But it's all fixable. And that's like with the AIP, with the immune disorders, you know, they're finding um, that a lot of the AIP also in the microbiome book um, where they talk about all this gut health, they even talk about autism. Um, yeah. 
that's a biggie that could be food related. Not that it's all of these things. It's not that you did something to get it. So it's not like, like you were saying, they don't know where these things come from, but they are discovering that the health of our gut and the things we put in our body could affect the way these things affect our body. Right. So, you know, and that's where we have to be happy and go, yay, you mean I actually could possibly have some control over this, you know? Yeah. So now on the AIP, um, people do, is it, is it pretty much standard that people are doing that? That's just kind of for their life. If they have some kind of a reason that they're doing it, that's their life. Most people don't do this unless they have, I mean... Unless you have an autoimmune disease, you're, there, there's not really, I mean, there's no, I mean, right. I guess there's a reason if you want to be extra healthy, but like, it's yeah. not going to affect your body. If like almonds don't affect your body, sure. right. then it's fine. Right. But that's what I don't understand about me. Like, I, well, that's where remember we, moment. well, I know you are, you're having, because, and, and, <laughs> because I have been eating almonds for like almond flour based stuff, almond stuff, whatever, for the past three years and have had absolutely no problem. But now everything I'm reading is like, oh, you shouldn't be eating almonds. But if I don't have a problem with almonds, then why can't I eat almonds? Well, and you know, with uh, all sorts of things. like, how could I not have a problem with almonds for 26 years and then have this weird thing happen and have a problem with almonds? You know how many books are in the library about that? There are, that's, it does happen that people don't have trouble with something for a really long time. Then all of a sudden well, their I body's like. Well, I still don't think I have a problem with almonds. And you may. <laughs> I'm and just you using may, almonds as an example. Exactly. Exactly. But, but what I'm saying is you may not. And once you get all your stuff straightened out, you may not again. But it's just sometimes our bodies just go for some reason, whatever the product is, whatever food it is, all of a sudden I just can't tolerate it. But then maybe after, you know you get things straightened out, you're able to again, you know. Yeah. So any anything that is considered, you know, like you say, almonds, almonds aren't inherently bad for you, but right. you may be having trouble with them right now because your body may be for some reason, you know, if you've got leaky gut or whatever, it's just not processing yeah. it and, you know. Yeah. So that's the key is to get, this leaky gut thing is huge. Um, and getting your probiotics and everything in is huge. So, yeah. so t- tell us really quick then. Now, is there anything else about the AIP before you talk about our kombucha experiment? I think that that's just basically a good overview just for people to understand what it means if you hear that and how it's different and why right. people do it and why you might do it. Right. I think that's. Okay, so your kombucha, mine it has a bunch of stuff growing on it. Oh my gosh, it's so weird. It's basically <laughs> like a jellyfish. It looks I know, like that's a what mine looks like. <laughs> it's like the whole top of it is this weird thing. I just want to kind of poke it. I feel like I know. it's going to eat me though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I didn't even taste mine because you tasted yours um, and it was still yeah, sweet. I, so I'm just going to leave mine, mine another last week. last night for the first time and it's definitely like very sweet. I mean, it tasted great, but it's because it's very sweet. Yeah. So, um, so if this thing keep keeps sitting there. eating the bacteria or I'm sorry, the sugar, if these bact, you know, the culture keeps eating, I mean, it seems like it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I don't know what you I know, do with it. But then it. what do you do with it? Do you I don't it? know. That's what I'm thinking. You must split it or maybe give it you away to a friend. 
Give some of it to a friend. <laughs> Two for one kombucha. <laughs> you could take kombucha. You know what you could do really cute for work someday is get some little ball jars and put kombucha culture pieces with some tea in it and oh take give gosh. them to some people at people work. People that- give me the heart. People already <laughs> think I'm nuts at work. And people would be like, Chelsea, you literally have a problem. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. My boss would laugh so hard at me. <laughs> I think you should take some specifically for her. I think I should too. She would love that. <laughs> she That's might like funny. it. You never know. Yeah. I've been telling her about it. I told her I was growing some. Yeah. That's funny. So well, we cool. keep watch on the kombucha. So if anyone has questions about AIP, I don't know everything. I'm learning as I'm going and I know some things. And if you're also doing the AIP, you probably are also thinking, wow, this kind of sucks. So we can be friends and we can talk about it since I obviously have such a great attitude about it. Um, so feel free to reach out to me and we can chat about it. Um, but yeah, I think that it's great that someone has figured out these things that are irritants and mm-hmm. that yep. can help uh, immensely by taking them out of your diet. Um, it's just an interesting uh, process. It is. And you know, you just have to look at it. You just have to embrace it when things come your way, embrace it for what it is. And just, you know, I just wish the humans didn't want, like, I just wish there was no, I wish that humans just like food was just like pure, like a car needs gas, like purely to fuel yourselves. And there was no Humans, but like, there are people food. that are like that. There are people that are like that. I there don't really believe are. that. And they're usually the thin, they're usually thinner people, healthier I don't people. I believe because... that those people don't want it though. Come on people. Well, we're not you talking about it, models. We're not talking about just... skinny models. We're talking about people that just naturally just go through life and don't even think about it, you know? Wow. wow. Or they can have it here and there. But they, but they can have a piece That's of cheesecake, and for six months they won't think about it again. You know, oh, I know it happens. Okay, well, if you're like that, more power to you. That's <laughs> I wish I could be. I if wish they're I could like, be they're there. probably not listening to our podcast. No, they're pro- they probably don't need that to listen to us <laughs> talk. <laughs> Those poor pathetic people. <laughs> Okay, well, join us next week because we're going to have a super fun episode. Super fun. About, um, I don't know the official name yet. Paleo Meals in Jars. Yes, the Paleo Meals in Jars. And I can't wait to talk about that. And I'm going to make some because I honestly have never done that, which is super surprising because I love Pinterest and good meals. So I don't know I've never done it, but I'm going to try. And maybe this will help. Yes, yes. Maybe this will help. Make your food well, pretty and that'll be stimulating to your creative soul. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Maybe that'll help. Okay. I'll go with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Have a great week and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for hanging out with us for the past half hour. We are so grateful to have you all here with us and listening along. If you loved partying along with us today and want to share it with your friends, please do. 
You can listen to our podcast on iTunes and you can follow us on Instagram at Paleo Pep Talk. And you can find a ton of resources, all of our encouragement, and of course, join our Paleo e-party at www.paleopeptalk.com. And very important, if you have any questions, fun, silly, whatever it may be that you want us to talk about, please email them to us at paleopeptalk at gmail.com, or there's a place to submit your questions on our site. We cannot wait to hang out with you guys again next Monday, talking about our new topic, answering all of your burning paleo questions. Don't forget to send them to us. But now it's time for you to keep this paleo party going all week, and we'll meet you back here, same place, same time. 